0: Going on, everybody. You are now tuning into the Gridiron Guys podcast with your boy Sean Pesos
1: and your boy Russ Diggy. Man, what a season! Yeah, definitely, bro. What a season! The 2020 it
0: regular made it a season lot has than I yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it would have went a little differently, but you know, yeah. shit
1: happens. It really does, man. I think it's it, and it's different for different people too, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's always, that's always the problem, man, is like, depending upon your circumstances, you've got better justifications of how your season went.
0: Yeah, but, but, you uh, know, it's good to, you know, see things shake up a little bit, see some unexpected teams making big moves.
1: Yeah, man, but, um, you know, this is a different episode because now we're going into the playoff mode, but... I do want to start off by congratulating our fantasy football champion, my boy Aaron, the Congolese Originals. He pulled it out. So he is our our champion this year. So we definitely want to give a shout out and respect to him. He had a hell of a squad, man. Had a hell of a squad. And he wanted everybody to know he did that with taking Dalvin Cook with the eighth pick in the draft. Oh, that is right. He did take Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook was out for like a month and a half. Yeah, So it's like you know, man, the strategy to that fantasy football stuff, man, it could it could be make or break. You know, if this yeah. is one of those years where you decided to take Michael Thomas like me, it fucked you over. If you pick Julio George Kittle, like, like, like some people, it could fuck you over. Julio, yeah. it, you just never know, man. So, <clears throat> we definitely want to give him a shout out. We're gonna do things a little differently next year, and we definitely gonna prep early. So, yeah, um, definitely. We're definitely yeah, going to
0: promote a little earlier than normal.
1: Yeah, we might. We, we got to find out a clever way of, of pulling it all together, but we definitely will do so. But, but
0: I'm definitely um, hope- coming for that championship next year. I can tell you that now.
1: Hey, man, it's real out here, man. It's real. But um, hopefully everybody that participated enjoyed it, man. I think we all had fun. Um, hopefully this podcast added a little something extra to everybody's fantasy being able to hear about your team and, and what you did during the week and how people felt about it so i think that's pretty cool yeah so
0: <clears throat> all right on to one <clears throat> champion onto to another champion
1: <laughs> you're so, an idiot
0: nor- normally i don't talk shit. <laughs> but goddamn it, I'm talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So for those that don't know, I, Sean Pesos, came from behind <laughs> from third place from the deep depths of the end of the standings to win the predictions for the
1: season for yeah. the regular season. Yeah, yeah. You got it, man. I I pulled I pulled some stuff at the week 17 that was I felt like you would I couldn't know. It's not because I felt like the outcome would have been different. Mm-hmm. It would have been closer, but I, I couldn't have us going in picking virtually the same teams because I think the only game that we probably would have had different would have been, I would have picked the Steelers. I mean, I would have picked the Browns. That would have been a, a pick. Mm-hmm. I would have picked the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, and in both of those games, at least in the Patriot game, early, the Jets were winning. Of course, we saw how that Steelers game came out. Those were two upsets I was banking on. And in all honesty, I thought that Washington was going to lose because I thought Jalen Hurts was better. And it was looking that way. And they took the man up the game. And listen, I wasn't even mad. I thought it was funny, but it was just like, to kind of shake it up, man. I tried to. I tried to do something to make it definitive because I felt like we would have picked pretty much the same games, and you already had a one game lead. Yeah. So that was my gamble: is into trying to flip some shit and bring it back.
0: I, I get it. You want to, since we're talking about that specific instance, do you want to talk about Doug
1: Peterson and the reason he gave for doing that? I mean, we could definitely get into it. But uh, well, you know what? I tell you, nah. yeah, we'll talk about it when we talk about coaches. We're we'll talking right, about cool. coaches getting fired, like just just kind of like a recap of the coaches. We can bring him in. Cool. Um, But yeah, man, definitely congratulations to you for that, man, because regardless, man, if you really think about it, when you look at all of our records, like it's not too far off, it's not too much of a difference. Now, nah, forget all that. Think about percentage wise, like a lot of people pick games. And I know some people don't don't go through the process of actually tracking their picks. You know what I mean? But when you look at the television shows like Fox and all that, mm-hmm. if you think about it, you went 167, 88, and 1. That's way over 500. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm 163, 92, and 1. Sides, 161, 94, and 1. Like, we're clearly, we're more right than we were wrong on just picking the games. You know what I'm saying? You know what that
0: tells me? The difference between us and mainstream media is that we're actually tuned <clears throat> into the games and we don't talk just highlights.
1: Yeah. I mean, because cause when you really think about that, that like, how it how it plays out sometimes, sometimes people might be, like, 20 games over. You know what I mean? We're, like, 70 games over, 60 yeah. games over. Like, that's a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? So, just respect to all of us participating, and definitely respect to you for pulling it out, because the picks you picked, you picked them. Like, they were your picks. You not no funny <laughs> style stuff. You know what I mean? So... Honestly, that Eagles game, I was like, yep, yeah, that's, that's over. But... I- it was it was such a i don't it's not dumb it's not dumb for them it's not dumb for Doug Peterson it's not dumb for the Eagles in so far as draft position we're going to get in the draft order we're going to get into the coaches the coaches firings and what we think so we'll talk about it more then but um because we are I'm a 49ers fan and you're a Falcons fan um just give me a little recap of how you felt about everything that went on with your squad this season uh, that I haven't already said on this mic here, because I've been yeah, just like an over, just like an overall thing. I'm not going to be long either. It's just well, kind of like what you think it was or whatever, or what you, or what you foresee in a way. The season could have been
0: salvaged by like week three, mm-hmm. it had we fired Dan Quinn a little sooner, picked things up a little better on the offensive end. The defense obviously improved. Mm-hmm. I felt like we made changes too late, and then we didn't learn how to finish games when we should have. Yeah. Because we were zero and eight in games decided by five or six points, yeah, so that's eight is. wins, which would have been twelve and four. Yeah, which would have been the top two seeds in the NFC. So, yeah, but I haven't gotten an alert saying that Raheem Morris has been let go yet. So, does he
1: have the interim title though? He does at the moment. Yeah, but. when you're the interim, I don't think you have to be fired. Hmm. I think that's the whole reason to, to being called the interim is, like, that's letting everybody know up front that you're just the stopgap coach and yeah, we're going yeah, yeah. yeah. to conduct interviews and everything. Now, respectfully, he should get an interview. You know what I mean? He, he's getting an interview. You know what I mean? I personally
0: don't want him to get the job, but well, I'll talk about that. Why a little later?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 I mean, I'm not talking about your team too much, but, I mean, just from the outside looking in, I mean – you kind of want to clean that whole thing up. You kind of want to give that that whole organization and that whole run to once over. Like, you know what I mean? you know, come in with a, a fresh new GM, mm-hmm. fresh new coach. Let that GM or coach figure out what they do like and what they don't like about personnel. I'm not mad if they keep Matt Ryan. I'm not mad if they get rid of Matt Ryan. I'm not mad if... The Julio thing's a little bit different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of feel like Julio Jones is the type of person that you would want to have on one franchise for the duration, right? Like, yeah, but unfortunately the league doesn't work like that anymore. It doesn't, but it can, he should be like a Larry Fitzgerald. You know what I'm saying? Like Julio doesn't get in trouble. Julio is for the team. Julio was there for the good days and the bad days. Julio don't make a lot of noise. I just saw something on IG the other day where he was tutoring the young wide receivers, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Before the game. I mean, he's the perfect, Elder Statesman, he's the perfect example of what you want for an organization where everybody's complaining about Antonio Brown and his actions or they complain about Juju or they complain about Odell being a diva. Like, if you're not going to reward the ones that that keep it clean and keep it professional like some people like, then why not be an Odell? Why not be a Juju?
0: But that's the thing. His, his off-the-field performance is great. But a lot of people, especially specifically in the fan base are like, we're paying you all this bread and you can't stay on the field. So we need to move you because
1: we need cap space. So. Okay. So that goes on to a philosophy of how people view, how people view certain players. Right. I'm the type of person that feels like you can't run athletes in the ground. Like you can't tap that well dry, even in basketball. Right. Right. You got a player like, Dwayne Wade, for instance, who was a superstar that had injury problems. You have to manage the toll you take that you give on on that man. You got to get him a support and cast where he doesn't have to put the weight on his shoulders. Right. Same thing with Julio. Same thing with Odell. Odell's in there trying to do everything he can in Cleveland and it puts him in in prime risk of getting hurt. He tried to do everything he could in New York. Yeah. Julio. He's the number one target, but you got a Calvin Ridley. You got other players, man, that you can use. You don't have to run him down the field full yeah, steam 50 times a game.
0: Like <laughs> that's part of the coaching. And for some time, and it that's was, what it was. It was no Calvin, it was just Julio and hope that it happens.
1: And that's what I'm trying to get at. At some point in time, you got to taper that thing back, layer it back as I stated. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald. There's a DeAndre Hopkins there, but they make sure that Larry Fitzgerald gets a couple catches. And what does he do? He serves the purpose of making big time clutch catches when they need it. Short yardage, he's not going all the way down the field all the time and he's a good representation of your organization. Now, if you can get the perfect haul for Julio Jones, I'm all for it, right? The problem with it is, how often do we see in the NFL some superstar goes to some team for some scraps? Like, oh, we just got DeAndre Hopkins. I didn't know DeAndre Hopkins cost a stupid pick at David Johnson. (laughs) You know what I mean? I didn't know that was the price. I didn't know that was the price. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? they got a for a bag of chips. Yeah, bro. Like, So in, in that situation, it's like you got to make sure that you're not in a situation where your team is giving him up for something stupid. Like, and yo, I we f- just got a second round pick in compensation.
0: I personally feel like until we have – I know Calvin will be the number one going forward, <laughs> but until we can have a solid one-two punch that's not Julio and Calvin, keep Julio for the, for the duration.
1: After two I mean, years, I, you want to let him go, then let him go. I agree with that, but how much of that is coaching? How much of that is the quarterback? How much is that a lack of a running game? Like, will, There's other things that can make Julio, Julio's value go up tremendously. I will talk about all that when we get to it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. But
0: speaking of your team, we are looking at your D.C., which I'm personally not a fan of, but...
1: You know. Oh, no. If, if you get if you get Robert Sala, man, you're getting you probably getting the best, the best coach position coach, in my opinion. Do I think that's the right move for y'all? Not necessarily. But say you go out and get Eric B. right? And it right. turns out that it was the weapons or it was Andy Reid's system and tutelage that really made him who he was. It is what it is. What I could tell you about Robert Sala, undoubtedly is that that defense plays like that because of him. Our personnel yeah, we got some names, but what our secondary does, that's strictly coaching, man. That's like, Mm. we don't have the best of the best, and we don't have the most athletic. And, you know, I know people want to say Richard Sherman, man. Richard Sherman lost one step, two steps, three steps, five five steps, brother. If you you get him on an island, it's problems, but he's intelligent. So, you know, if you get Robert Sala, man, I wouldn't hate on that at all. I know some people might look at it a little funny in the light, but... I honestly would be look at y'all like differently because I know he mm-hmm. also figures that he just needs good offense, and he might try to take like Michael well, on floor or somebody like that. That, that was there.
0: the rumor that he would bring the floor with him.
1: And that, and now you listen, man, it's worth the gamble.
0: My only reservation is we've all since 2008, <laughs> we've had nothing but defensive coordinators as head coaches. Now I don't know but if I can place that blame on Silab because of the, He had nothing to do with that. But you gotta remember I'm just just a little, you know. You
1: gotta remember it's fine as long as that defensive coach knows how to pick the offensive mind and keep his hands out of it. See, you got some people that's just stupid. Like Mark, Mike McCarthy doesn't know what to do defensive coordinator-wise. That's what makes him a poor head coach. Offensively, he knows what to do. Offensively, he knows what to put people in position. So if Robert isn't good at that, then I get it, but He's a first-time head coach. You don't have to pay him that those big bucks. True. You know what I mean? And I'm telling you, that defense, he'll have people playing better than what they're supposed to, and that's all you can ask for out of a coach.
0: Well, honestly, if I had to choose for the D.C., I would keep the D.C. We have now, now Jeff Obrick because he's basically improved that defense. No, we weren't winning games, but it was like night and day once he took over
1: if your defensive, if your head coach ends up being a defensive guy, he's going to come in with his own scheme. I, I understand so, that. So oh. and, and at this point, you ain't got no choice for so whoever, whoever it is. Whatever,
0: If it leads to wins, that's all I care about. Yeah. yeah well, so. I'll talk about the rest of that later, but on to San Francisco.
1: Oh uh, Man, our, our whole season, we were just riddled with injuries, man. Um you know, talking to my boy Daryl, we always talk about the 49ers stuff together. We text him back and forth. One of the things he said is, man, next year we need two quarterbacks. You know what I mean? We need yeah. a starter and we need a competent one. And I've always been a firm believer of your backup quarterback should be able to carry you. You know Shouldn't what i have saying? too
0: much of a fall off.
1: Yeah. Everybody talks about you don't want to have that heat or that pressure behind anybody. But it's it, like, it's nah. have that
0: Because one, you get your QB1 to play the best ball he can and then if QB1 goes down, you shouldn't have that much of a fall off from Yeah, you you can
1: stay afloat, man. It's only in rare situations where you shouldn't be able to stay afloat. You know what I mean? And I think that's the biggest issue. Um, You know, when it comes to the 49ers, man, we got a lot of talent. We're coached very well in so far as getting the best out of the personnel. Like, yeah. that's what I do love about this team. It's like it's plug and play with the running backs, it's plug and play with the receivers. We got a good eye for getting receivers. Like, one year we draft Debo Samuel. He's good. Debo's hurt, but we drafted Brandon I.U. Brandon I.U. is more athletic than. You guys a lot are of relatively young, too. Super young. You know what I'm saying? And these people ain't on a hella, hella big contracts. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know, the main focus and I guess the biggest thing is what are we going to do with the quarterback position? If you're asking me personally what I would like, I would like Jimmy G to come back. Mm -hmm. I would like the stability of Jimmy G to be there. Um, He was hurt, but I also feel like he wasn't rushed back because we weren't in contention, contention, you know? And um, I I agree with my boy, man. Like, hopefully we'll have a competent backup that could do some things, but if we don't, if we don't keep Jimmy G, I'd rather just go young, man. I don't I don't want any of the old quarterbacks. You know what I mean? And if I had to choose one, I would probably choose Matt Stafford. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know about this Sam Darnold shit. I don't know. Yeah, I've been Cam hearing that Newton. too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All Sam Darnold is, is probably the coolest option out of all the QBs out there. And I say that because maybe Cali will give him some comfort. Maybe and a new Didn't he system. come from USC anyway? Yeah, yeah. He came from USC. That's right. what I'm saying. Cali will give him that kind of comfort. He's got a nice tall stature in the pocket. I think being out of that New York media will help mm-hmm. him a lot. And you know, we'll have a running game for him.
0: And it you might know what I'm saying? it might just be with that whole Jets organization. <clears throat> they just never really gave him anything to work with. So he might nah. have a stain on his reputation just because of what the organization didn't do. Exactly. So he could be a great quarterback, but we just don't know it.
1: So if we could get him, like if we could get Sam Darnold and say, um, and say, you know, keep Jimmy G and kind of have Sam in there and kind of let them compete it out. Uh, I know we signed Josh Rosen. I'm not a big Josh Rosen guy. No. Um, and I don't know if that was just to put a name on the roster to fill it out because Nick Mullins got hurt or if that was some person that he had always been considering and he was next up. But um, I think What's that's that? the main thing. What's up with CJ. Is he still I mean, on the CJ, man, listen, man, our backup QBs aren't, how can I say it? They can't win, like, real games. Like, we're playing in that Seattle game, mm-hmm. and CJ was about to get a ton of props from me. Like, we were really hanging in there. Defense was doing what they were supposed to do. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, Seattle just came back won the game. We lost 26-23, but we lost a little bit before that. And I just kind of feel like, damn, man, like, you don't even have a quarterback that can put it that can get in the game and just hold on to like a league. Like a game manager is what you're saying. Yeah, man. Like uh but, but like not like when not I say like a, game a trash manager.
0: game manager like you can yeah, do enough like a, to eke
1: the eke the win out.
0: Yeah, I get it. Yeah, man. It's
1: like, come on, man, just just hold it down. Like, nah, don't, I don't expect you to go out there and beat the Chiefs. You know what I mean? And I know Seattle's supposed to be a hard team, but you know, man, Seattle's kind of weak. <laughs> You no, know they I mean? definitely aren't as strong as they were in the past. Yo, they, they kind of weak. Like, low-key, I would love to pick the Rams this week, but I don't know what the hell is going on with golf. You know what I'm saying? We'll and that's my it. issue. But, but you know, other than that, man, I feel like we just got to get healthy, man. That's the name of the game. You know what I mean? We got, a, we got a nice draft pick. We'll talk about that when we get to the draft order. And, um, you know, it was, it was what it was. man. it's kind of frustrating watching Nick Mullins this year. It was frustrating at the timing of him taking Nick Mullins out and all that stuff so I don't know man
0: well as we always say in Atlanta it's always next year
1: yeah definitely man so. i know i'm just
0: getting tired of saying it's always next year goddammit i know that for, for
1: for sure yeah it was a little it was a little weird for you man because again you yours was riddled with drama mine was riddled with injury it's a little different when you start Having collapse after collapse with the leads, the coach has been there. You still got the stain of an old Super Bowl with that coach, and that's why I say y'all need a good scrub down because it was relevant. Like people like, yeah. oh Lord, I can't believe y'all collapsed to the Cowboys. It's just like the Super Bowl, and you can't say nothing, even though you know it doesn't have anything to do with the Super Bowl per se. Yeah, but until but it's we the feeling, until of, we win one, we'll
0: always have that stain, and the problem.
1: You won't go win one with this with this group like this no, group of, of upper management and coaching.
0: She told me that year verbatim that that was our best chance to win And If we don't win it, the window is probably closed. Now at the time, I fought it. Yeah, but looking back, it's like, damn, he was right.
1: Well, I think the biggest part about that whole situation was a lot of people in the NFL don't have guts. You know, you hear a lot of these people sometimes and they're talking about coaches or 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 quarterbacks. Like you hear so many times these people get up there, these GMs uh that are analysts and they talk about Carson Wentz's potential and his ceiling and all that. And you really realize that Carson wins his doodoo. And the faster you figure that out, you're fine. And if he turns out not to be doodoo, nobody's going to mm. be mad at you really. because they, they saw the evidence. Sometimes it's like that. When there's a big collapse in the Super Bowl and somebody comes back from 28 to three, man, that coach has got to be fired on principle alone. Like, it's unfortunate, but it's like, yo, bro, you lost this. I ain't, I ain't no reclamation project over here, man. Goodbye. 96% chance of winning. And then you take Kyle Shanahan and say, hey, man, don't go to the 49ers. This is yours. You know what I mean? Now, some or, people felt like it was Kyle Shanahan that lost it. But I'm the type of person that looks at it like if I'm up 23, 28 to 3, their offense put the points on the board. It's and the, the defense. defense that fucked up.
0: Now the defense put seven on the board.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like offense put points on the board. It's not like one of those no, weird no. ones, like when the Rams lost to the Patriots. Oh yeah. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you could you look at McVay and be like, hey, hey, McVay, fuck y'all doing? In that situation, you couldn't look at Kyle to me. But
0: it was a lot of three and outs that
1: happened that
0: caused that lead not to grow any further. That's players. So was,
1: That's players not having nuts. Stop being scared. Twenty eight to three. Do something. <laughs> My play calling got us here. Do something. True. <sighs> see, I'm, See, now you've got
0: to get me going again. Let me, I'm just let me, saying. No, I get it. I get it. I just think back to like where I was watching that game. and like, all we need is a couple of scoring possessions. Don't even have to be touchdowns. Just keep putting points on the board.
1: Listen, man, it's the same thing that happened with us. i use the 49ers as an example last year. We're winning in the Super Bowl. We're up 20 to 10. You know what I mean? The game doesn't unfold because Jimmy Garoppolo misses Emmanuel Sanders. That's how people want to write the narrative. The game unfolds because Patrick Mahomes threw a 60-yard bomb running the opposite direction to Tyreek Hill. That's defense, man. if If you don't let that play happen, baby, they don't score. They don't get no points. You know what I mean? We already put a dub up, man. Like, hold them down. So, granted, yes, everybody plays a part, but I'm talking about the fault, though. You know what I'm saying? Listen, whole organization was at fault at that point for me. I mean, they are, but they not all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not. I can't can't say that to a team. If we got 28 points on the board, and when it's a 25-point lead, I'm looking at this game, and I know it's it's overzealous to say this, we ain't got to score another damn point. (laughs) <laughs> Don't let them get 25 points. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's that, and then it's, it's we're not gonna score anymore. At least run the clock out. Yeah, but the problem is when your offense is, is able to how many Super Bowls have we seen like this? Where it's 28 to 3, and then at the end of it's 52 to 10. Several Super Bowls. Why? Because right. it's the Super Bowl, you put your foot on the damn gas. I don't have to run the football if I'm up. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to run the football if y'all catch these fucking passes I'm throwing.
0: Man, it was just it was just a lot. I don't even want to talk yeah. about it. We talked too much about it. I'm <laughs> I could do a whole episode solo on just that game <laughs> in
1: itself. <laughs> go into the archives. But man, we could go ahead and get to some of these uh, uh the gridiron guys podcast awards. Yeah, the, the yeah, real man.
0: award is to actually pay attention to what's going on out here and not just make the same blanket predictions.
1: So. so the first category is MVP, bro. Who you got for MVP? That's a bad man in Green Bay. Oh, for sure. For sure. Bad man, 48 and 5. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Can't argue that. Yeah, man. Uh, again, Aaron Rodgers was the person that I tried to take in every league this year. It was only one year league that I didn't have Aaron Rodgers in. And uh, I had Pat Mahomes and I was still trying to trade Pat Mahomes for Aaron Rogers, just because I felt like this was Aaron Rogers year. I felt like people, anytime you have like a great talent and a great player and people shit on them, that's the perfect motivation. I la Steph Curry, right? A lot of people been shitting on Steph Curry. Steph Curry hits you for 62, turn around, hit hey, you buddy. for 30. Got hey, that buddy, game out of the way. And yeah. Right. Like I I told y'all I'm fucking nice. That's how I feel. So I agree 100% Aaron Rogers is my MVP.
0: You know. No debate oh, there. That, that's a unanimous <coughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, Josh Allen. Sorry, uh Russell Wilson. You wasn't touching Aaron this year. How do you I,
1: I, I wouldn't even put them in consideration. No disrespect. Mm-hmm. No disrespect at all. I mean, from from everything that you've seen with Green Bay to the performances that they've had, even to how they closed out the season against Chicago, like Chicago's lives were on the line. Green Bay was like, yo, fuck that. We getting the number one seed. We're not playing with nobody. That kind of mentality is the mentality you need to have to go into the playoffs. And for that man to be just throwing four touchdowns, like just mad games where he just threw four TDs. Like, oh, yes. It's so not a question. There's a four, and I'm going to sit on the bench. Yeah, bro. Like four? Like four. <laughs> four? 48 shit. and 5 that ratio is ridiculous yeah bro he was he was on a mission man you know Aaron Rodgers shout that's out that. to Jordan Love that's where it stemmed from <laughs> yo it's all of it all of it all of it it was a straight Roy Jones Jr. y'all must have forgot straight up whole season did not bullshit didn't get hurt <laughs> didn't even come up like he was getting he just, wasn't even talking it. shit this year that's the scary nope, thing nope just just lacing hoes Devontae Adams out No problem. Lazard out. No problem. (laughs) It did not matter. come get
0: this ball. Come get these these touchdowns. What's your name, son? Go out there and catch this. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Aaron Rodgers was
1: that dude this year, man, for sure. I respect it.
0: So who is your defensive player of the year?
1: My defensive player of the year, man, because it's the Gridiron Guys podcast. (sighs) It's a tie. Mm, I know ties don't really don't really work, but it's between Aaron Donald and T.J. Watt. And the reason why it's not even numbers. T.J. Watt has 15 sacks. Aaron Donald has 13 and a half as a D tackle. Everybody knows Aaron Donald is a monster. If you made me pick, if you honestly made me pick, I would go with Aaron Donald. But what I will say about T.J. Watt is he had to go through a lot of adversity. Um, losing fellow players on his defense that make his job easier. And he right. still performed on that high level. And until the Steelers had that little skirt and meltdown, if they would have finished off stronger, I probably would have said him. You know, mm-hmm. I probably would have said TJ. But I, I I, can't pick between the two. You know what I mean? So if you just happen to pick Aaron Donald, and I mean, that's what it would be. But Aaron Donald is that dude to I me. Mean.
0: I honestly had a three-way tie. It was between <laughs> TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, and Xavier Howard. Just Xavier okay. Howard, just for the fact that he got 10 picks. Yeah. That's that's, that's tough to do. It, it is. It
1: is. And, you know, it's always harder for me to pick a cornerback at that position for, like, defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Because what I got – what will do that for me is performances, like standout performances. Mm-hmm. Interceptions are fire, though. Like, I ain't I ain't knocking it. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I can say is I saw TJ Watt jumping off that screen. I saw Aaron yeah. Donald jumping off that screen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's affecting every play.
0: Even though I had a three-way tie, I went with TJ Watt because he was just beasting this year. And Aaron Donald, he kind of I, – I can't really call 13-and-a-half sacks going down because it's still right there at the top, but
1: – and you got to think about all the teams he played. It was tough, man. It's just yeah, tough tough. They, they had big games, man. You know? True,
0: but I picked for? TJ Watt. Respect. Respect. So, <clears throat> my offensive rookie of the year. Okay. Justin Jefferson. Interesting. Interesting. That boy came out on fire. Interesting. And I'm not just saying that because we played the Vikings this year and I saw him up close. I was tracking his stats the entire season. Mm-hmm. He had 88 catches for 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns as mm-hmm. a rookie. And he was top five in yards as a rookie mm-hmm. with a so-so <clears throat> quarterback. So just imagine if they get a upgrade at that position, what he can possibly do. Mm-hmm. And this is with Dalvin Cook going off. Yeah. So I just didn't see any other offensive rookie shining in that manner. So that's why I chose him.
1: Um. I had a conversation with one of my homeboys that's a Vikings fan, Mm -hmm. and um, mine is Justin Herbert. Okay. And Justin Herbert completed 66% of his passes, 4,336 yards, and 31 pass TDs. And the craziest part about all of that is nobody thought he would do that. Nobody thought he would do it where he was. It was Tyrod's job. Cam Newton was supposed to come in there. It was like, why would you take Justin Herbert in a draft? And for him to come out there and do that completion percentage, the type of games he was having, he wasn't just – these weren't just regular stat games, man. This boy was coming out there sometimes oh just going for 400. Like, you know what I'm saying? As a rookie, like not having a full command of the game. And, you know, a lot of people talk about how, like, Pat Mahomes was saying after the Super Bowl, like, he ain't even really learned how to read all the defenses yet. Like, he didn't even really understand the game all the way because the game was so fast. He just balled out his, like, his first two years. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert has to be in the same position. There's no way you can understand the concepts of football, let alone understand all these different teams. Coming out here and balling like that. And in that division. And in that division. You're in the division with Pat Mahomes. You're in the division with the newly, uh, the new Las Vegas Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these teams are scrappy. All these teams trying to go hard. Um, and he, he, like like I said, my boy likes the Vikings. And, you know, he, he even agreed that they would probably give it to him. I said I wouldn't be mad at anybody that gave it to Justin Jefferson. Mm -hmm. You know, but my thing was, if if he would have had like 10 touchdowns, 11 or 12 touchdowns, Mm -hmm. it would have helped me say, okay, is this guy? Because I remember when Calvin Ridley was a rookie, he didn't have the yards. No, like I had really had like 10, 10, 10, 11 touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Like that's I crazy. remember like, yo, that boy was just scoring. And, and sometimes you can't teach that. And as much as we love Julio and we talk about Julio, that's kind of like Julio's Achilles heel. He can get you a lot of catches. He can get you a lot of yards, but he ain't hitting that end zone every time. Right. Not saying that about Justin Jefferson, the seven, you know, by comparison to his, his peers, Mm. Versus the 31 from this rookie for 4,330 some yards, 66 percent completion percentage. I had to go with Justin Herbert.
0: Uh, I just was looking at Claypool too, but I was like, eh.
1: not enough, not enough. Yeah. But, it, but the yeah. talent is there though, yeah, the talent definitely. is there for sure,
0: yeah, definitely. Battle of the day, Justin's got it,
1: yeah, yeah, that's justin's it, justin's got it. Justin's got it. So, who was your uh I think everybody knows who the defensive rookie of the game
0: is. Yeah, it's just Chase Young.
1: Yeah, done deal, man. Chase Young, and there's, there's Dude's no, a monster. there's nobody even close. Dude's a monster, man. I mean, just just wreaking havoc. You know what I mean? Oh, and and if they could, if Washington, and I'm not saying they don't, if Washington finds a way to get that man the linebacker that he needs, and yeah. then finds a way to get that man. That Somebody corner. in the secondary, either mm-hmm. a corner or safety, that's just head and shoulders above the rest. That defense is going to be nothing to play with. That man is a man on a mission. That man was throwing people out the way. He was a damn problem.
0: He had seven and a half sacks and he missed a game or two.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't even about the sacks. This dude was stopping the run. He had a sack on us where he dropped back into coverage. And then we didn't throw the ball, so that he wouldn't sack the QB when we played Washington. I was like, "This man's a monster, man!" So to me, it it's, it's Chase Young. Anybody want to argue with it? That's fine, but no,
0: I can't. Who you to argue for?
1: Yeah, defensively. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Argue with yourself on that one. Sorry. Right. Yeah. yeah. Comeback player of the year. I think I know who you have, but I'm going with Alex Smith personally.
1: Alex Smith is a comeback player of the year. His story was like, his story is so amazing to me. It is. You know what I mean? Like, I really, I really look at his his situation, and I say to myself, like, damn man, like I'm so happy for this dude because I feel like we just screwed him over. Like I never liked the way we did Alex for Kaepernick. Yeah, it it felt wrong. cheap. It felt dirty. Like you know what I'm saying? Feel like you were he going, going for a new thing. Yeah, man, because what happened was the man got hit against the Rams and got a concussion. Colin Kaepernick comes in, plays against the Bears. We win that game 20-3. to And then, you know, Alex is like, all right, so. I'm back. Jim Harbaugh's like, nah, going for Colin Kaepernick. He's got new, new shiny like, toy over here. Damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's mm-hmm. how y'all going to do me? And in the previous season, we had gotten to the NFC Championship with Alex. So it's not like. And it, and it kind of put a stain on him because he had already been labeled a game manager, but he didn't make mistakes, and he was so much more than a game manager to me. You know what I mean? And then he goes to KC, and then that that kind of spirals it, down because of Pat Mahomes. It happens again. He gets injured, and then Pat comes in and takes over. So but like, they were going to give Pat that shit that next season anyway. They had so? been talking like that. Yeah, because, you know, the first season like that they were there – You know, they had that battle with the Colts back when Andrew Luck was there and they had that weird little playoff game or whatever. And everybody had been talking about Pat Mahomes at practice, like killing. You know what I mean? That's what made me jump on the Pat Mahomes bandwagon the season he started. Like in every fantasy league, I drafted Pat Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo. It was easy. Nobody was even looking for these dudes. And that was the year he threw 50-something touchdowns. I think it was 51. The thing about it was the buzz was there. The writing was on the wall. They had fucked Alex Smith again. You know what I'm saying, and then he goes to Washington, and he's gonna have Washington in in a, in a playoff situation, and then he catches one of the most gruesome injuries, man. You know what I mean? And then it's Damn just near like dies, yeah. And then it gets affected, and he has to go to a hospital for war victims and who got if over bombings. And if you haven't seen
0: that E60, please go check it out, man. Please.
1: Yeah, and it's not for the squeamish because they it's show
0: not because that. I
1: mean, I. I I could go with that. I mean, I, I, I mean, the story itself. Just the st- and the fact that he took that team
0: from where they are. Yeah. They were basically a dumpster fire. Like, there's nothing going yeah. on here. Yeah. We got Dwayne Haskins who's shitting up the place. So. Yeah. Now they're in a playoff spot. Yeah. Yeah. So. so
1: I look at that. I look at that situation. And, you know, I mean, I definitely say to Alex Smith. Um, uh, Shout out to Des Bryant. Not even the fact that you just come back player to the year, but just come back and and contribute. Showing people that, hey, they let me go, they kick me out of this league, and I'm scoring touchdowns. Because how many wide receivers do we see on the field that we know by name that don't be scoring like that? You know what I mean? That don't have that impact. Some people just don't have a knack for the end zone. You know what yeah. I mean? So for him, man, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And
0: the way they so. did him was like, that was foul too, because they could have paid that, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they could have. And they didn't have to pay that man a lot of money. And then when he sat out, they didn't have to. But yeah. you know. I, I, I respect you. that too. But we got uh, offensive of player of the year, man.
0: Uh,
1: I told you mine, man.
0: This one was tough for me, man. It ain't tough, man. <laughs> Who was yours? It's Derrick Henry. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted, I I so, so wanted to give it to Devontae Adams just because he got 18 touchdowns. But it's like, that's a byproduct of Aaron Rodgers going crazy.
1: I mean, he helps, man. Like, listen, whenever you're a top five talent receiver-wise, it's always going to be an argument, right? It's always, It was always an argument between Julio and Antonio Brown. And people tried to throw Odell in there. And DeAndre Hopkins, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it used to be Julio, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins. And this year it's DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Stephon yeah, so Diggs. So you know what I'm saying? Like so that that's not a knock on Devontae, and that because mm-hmm. you're gonna have to have a dope quarterback in order to be like that dude, you know. Yeah. And honorable mention to somebody like Travis Kelsey, like he had a, a he set a record, yeah, quiet year for yardage. Yeah, for, for, but he set the tight end yardage record that was held by George Kittle, but, you know, he broke that by a little bit. And so, at the end of the day, I, I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? But 2,000-yard rusher, man, where my help coming from? True. Yeah, I know people say it's old line but the Derrick Henry stiff arm was part of meme culture. He put yeah. grown men in the air. Throwing grown men to <laughs> <the> other dimensions. <laughs> yes, like. yes, sir, man, Derrick Henry, man. And it's not just a it, one every... Couple yeah. of games, it's like every year he's still yeah. somebody into the next millennium. Hey, King Henry, man. Once those wheels get to churning, man, if you don't get that man before he hits that five yard, ten yard mark, it's a problem. You're you know what's crazy?
0: I remember us having this conversation about him last season. Mm-hmm. You were you were kind of off of him because it's like you don't know what Derrick Henry is going to show up, and now it's a fantasy, now it's like you can't deny the man.
1: And that, and that's the thing, man. I always thought that about Derrick Henry. It's like if people could see my fantasy football track record, mm-hmm. you would always see who I really like as players. That's why I like fantasy football so much, because it's kind of like I think these particular people are good. And it's not always the, the you know, the people it's, that everybody else. Names. Right. Yeah, man. And it's just like, man, damn, like when you going to get your shit together? It, he have one game where he had like 200 yards and then he used to be like a receiving threat. They don't even throw the man the ball no more. Why just, would you? Because he can do it. I promise you, I know you, he if can. Do, I know do can. That, man, man, that dude could have had easily 1,500 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving just because he's that type of player. He's like masking Tannehill. He's like, he's... Well, we he knew doing, that when Tannehill got the contract that he He's got. doing all of that, bro. So like at the end of the day, man, like, to me is Derrick Henry, but I ain't got nothing against Devontae Adams because I fought with him. Heavy. Like, he's not, he's nice. Yeah, he's nice.
0: Yeah, I gotta put Devontae Adams up there.
1: Yeah, man. So, man, we can get to these coaching firings, but I ain't staying on shit law because it really nah, don't affect don't me like that. You know, nah, what I mean? your
0: coach ain't going anywhere. Nah, my coach is up in the air.
1: Yeah,
0: but. Adam Gates finally got canned after
1: like 9,000 weeks. That's the biggest one. And I, and I kind of feel like, look, man, if you're really going to tanky, then you shouldn't have won that last game. But I'm on the record for saying I didn't believe in Trevor Lawrence. You, you did say that. <laughs> and I was like, it for Trevor Lawrence is not a good idea. And I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know what fields might be, but I know I ain't. Trevor Lawrence just don't feel like it to me. And boy oh boy, I ain't getting on no college football but anybody knows about that game. Trevor he Lawrence was looking, looking for Trev. And Justin Fields was looking like the man. It'll be super interesting to see what the Jags do when we get into the pick order. And um, if the Jets are left with Fields, man, they got a, they got a big choice. But getting rid of Gates was a big, big, big part of the deal, man. He had to go.
0: No, I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum for Anthony Lynn. Okay. Because I feel like it was a lot surrounding that team. Like Tyrod got his lung punctured. You had to throw Herbert in there. You had some key injuries places. Your Mm -hmm. main running back is now in Denver. Mm -hmm. I mean, Eckler and all of them stepped up, but it's not the team you're used to coaching. So it's like you got a lot of superlatives surrounding that.
1: Yeah, man. You know, we always promote, you know, black coaches on this show, man. And I hate to see it happen, man. But I'll be honest with you. You had to go, man. You know, he needs Mm -hmm. a job, but he doesn't need that job. Um, Justin Herbert is too much of a talent to be bullshitting around. Um, You think he was holding him back? I think I think they fired him because they have an idea of where they want to go. I can't confirm yeah. that. But I think if it turns out that they go get this offensive guru that they've been looking for, or somebody that we didn't know was coming to the NFL that you know could really work with Justin Herbert, I think that's you can't waste that talent. You know what I mean? Right. There's so many times where a quarterback will come in and have like a great first year, and then they just try to rely on him being nice and him figuring it out instead of cultivating it. You know, yeah,
0: I like Cam Newton in Carolina.
1: I like Cam Newton. Um, they fucked up that Baker Mayfield situation until they got Kevin Stefanski. You know, they were they were playing. Sometimes they play around with this talent. You know what I mean? And I just I don't. I, if you're if they fire Anthony Lynn because they knew he wouldn't be able to take him to the heights that he needed to take him to, because mm-hmm. part of that could have been like, this boy was this good. Why didn't y'all know that in the preseason? Why are we even talking about Tyrod Well, that's Tyrod the thing. Taylor?
0: They had no preseason to <clears throat> go off of.
1: Yeah, but you seeing him. You see what he's doing. Tyrod Taylor's punctured... If Tyrod Taylor didn't get a punctured line, no one would have been clamoring for Justin Herbert. No one. Tyrod would have probably been as serviceable as he needed to be to win the same amount of games that he won and mm-hmm. it would have just looked like what it was. You know what I'm saying?
0: Anybody can look nice in practice, though.
1: Yeah, but they get paid to fucking do that. Like, you go to work. I go to work. <laughs> Let me get to look at some football players and tell you which ones that, that should be in the game and shouldn't be in the game, and I'm going to have a better idea than the person that's going to work every day, cool. going clocking in.
0: You're right. You know what I'm saying? so. I mean, hey, he'll, he'll bounce up somewhere. I'm just somebody. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. gay gays is, you know, afforded
1: to be trash for years. It's always going to be that way. It's always going to be that way until you start to have what we have with the black QBs, where so many black QBs infiltrated the NFL and started to succeed so that it's not a topic anymore. Right. Like we bring up black QBs, but we don't bring up black QBs as being, you know, overlooked or overshadowed. Right. Because you have so many. Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson—it's not like it's—it's real. So then now you can appreciate the Justin Herberts, you can appreciate the Joe Burrows, you can appreciate the Baker Mayfields because there's equality in that in that yeah, position to a certain. There's really extent. no scrubs playing yeah. right now. Yeah, the balance is there. So now you know you got a bad black QB, you got a trash ass white QB like goddamn Carson Wentz. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, for every for every mediocre young Dwayne Haskins, you got a Daniel Jones. What the hell makes Daniel Jones better than Dwayne Haskins? He do too. You know what I'm saying? But he know the playbook a little better. That's pretty much it. Not really, because the the, the I, I got a take on Dwayne Haskins' situation. My whole thing is, yeah, he fucked up, but he's also in his early twenties. You could have told that man he fucked up. You could have put him third on the depth chart. You could have tried to see what was going on. You let that man go because you wanted a story. You know what I'm saying? Like that man, don't, everybody doesn't get to be the quarterback at Ohio State University. You know, he can't be doo-doo, but he's young and he didn't, he did something stupid. So you chastise him as such. Ripping off his captain's badge, uh, finding him $40,000, that's fine. That's what I think. Demote him to third string would have been fine.
0: And finding him forty thousand on a rookie contract is wild.
1: It is wild, but at the end of the day, don't do that shit and cut me. Just cut me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like we're going to do
0: everything we can to make you an example.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, you got Mitch Trubisky's out here. Like, what? What makes him not? Mike Glennon's out here. Yeah, bro. Like, so at the end of the day, I I say all that to say that it, it feels more equal, and the more coaches of color. You know what I'm saying? Even like Robert Sala, not being a black man, but just being a coach of color, <laughs> if he gets an opportunity. What is it? He's um he's Middle Eastern, like of Middle Eastern descent. He's from Michigan. Ah, okay. But yeah, I don't want to misquote or say what he is, you know what I'm saying? Try to put a nationality to it. I honestly thought he was white. Nah, he's 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 uh he's like kind of like Molly, Karen. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. of of that, you know what I'm saying, Listen, Middle Eastern descent. I don't care what nationality he is. If he can get the job done, no respect. But what? I'm, but that's my whole point. Like now, you start to see. Yeah, think it's, about a, it's it, bro. An influx. If now. he was just a straight up white man, and this ain't me getting on no racist shit. If he was a white man, I think his opportunity would have been a little bit faster. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? It's just honest. The guy drew because who the fuck true. is Joe Judge? And that's not saying he's a bad coach, but ain't no no what, Joe Judge. Who's Matt Rule. came Judge. from college, right? <laughs> right. So. You know, but I, at the end of the day, man, I ain't got too many more of them coaching firings, man. No, I think that was it. It was, I think they might have had one more. It was Gates and like two other people. Yeah. Uh, Marone's out, right? And Jackson. Yeah, Marone, boy. I saw yeah, that's, that. That's, that's long overdue. He should have been gone. Self explanatory. Yeah. Nothing major. Um, so now, man, we got this whole draft order. Now that the season has come to an end, um, you know, usually, you care about that first half of the first round. Um, you can go through the first 18 picks. I'll just list them off real quick. Okay. And then you um, kind of just say your thoughts. Nothing crazy. So, obviously, the Jags got the first pick. Jets got the second pick. The Dolphins, crazily, have the third pick from Houston of one of those good trades they did when they had that sale. <laughs> The Falcons with the fourth pick of the draft. That's a big pick, brother. I'll talk about it. Don't worry. Bengals with the fifth pick. Eagles with the sixth pick, courtesy of losing all purpose to Washington. Lions with the seventh. Panthers with the eighth pick. Broncos with the ninth. Cowboys with the 10th pick. Giants with the 11th pick. 49ers with the 12th pick. Chargers with the 13th pick. Minnesota Vikings with the 14th pick. The New England Patriots with the 15th pick. Arizona Cardinals with the 16th pick, the Las Vegas Raiders with the 17th pick, and then the Dolphins again with the 18th pick.
0: Well, I'm fully invested in this draft because of a few reasons. (laughs) But I'm just looking at the landscape. This is my thought going into it. Mm -hmm. Jacksonville needs a quarterback, so they're probably going with either Fields or uh, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Jets specifically because mm-hmm. I'm like are they going to stick with Sam Darnold are they going to go QB are they going to go somewhere else <clears throat> right because that plays into what my team decides to do with the fourth pick because I know the Dolphins aren't going for another QB because they just got Tua last season
1: which is looking like a mistake <laughs> really you think so and hey Brian never believing to it.
0: Well, maybe I'm biased because I'm I'm left handed and as I said before, I'm rooting for every lefty quarterback.
1: He doesn't wow me on the field and then his um durability is always gonna be a question for me. You know what I'm saying? Sure, so until he starts yeah, until he starts, you know, doing some things on the field that look kind of magical, it's gonna be a little difficult for me to, you know what I mean? But I think they gotta it right right though.
0: I think they gotta give him a little more weapons.
1: I mean, that's fine. He got some, though. He got some, but... You know what I'm saying? You he, got, he got two tight ends. He got Gasecki and the other dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, and
0: he got Parker, but Parker you got Parker's...
1: Parker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's iffy, but it ain't like you out there messing with some dude. You know what I yeah. mean? You got some... But we'll see. We'll see. But you're right.
0: But specifically speaking of my team, what I want us to do, which a lot of people disagree with me, is to draft the quarterback for the future. Nah,
1: so you I know. want Justin Fields.
0: I either want Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, or Trey Lance. That early? Getting the QB that early?
1: Nah, getting the QB outside of Justin Fields that early.
0: Uh, yeah. Because there's okay. no guarantee that any of those QBs that are named, not named Justin Fields are going to be there once we get another pick. Okay. So I'd rather take care of our QB for the future and then fill in the gaps. Okay. That we have, especially with the cap situation, we are going to have some cap casualties and we're going to see some positions bear. So we need mm-hmm. to beef those back up. Mm-hmm. But I want Justin Fields just because if we get the right offensive coach in here with the weapons we already have, who are relatively young outside of Julio, mm-hmm. we could be good to go. Yeah. Quick turnaround. <sighs> no, I get it. I get it. But then I'm now I'm looking at the Eagles. I'm like, they they tank to get this sixth pick to do what exactly? If it's me mm-hmm.
1: and the player that I don't, I don't want if they're not, if they're not there, I trade. I trade back. I trade back and give me some more assets. Cause they need to find a way to build, build that team out. You know what I mean? In my opinion, I kind of feel like they're one of those teams that kind of need to fill in a couple holes. Mm-hmm. I don't look at y'all like that. Like if there was a stud defensive player, like say for instance, if you get Justin Fields at the fourth pick, take him. Mm-hmm. But if not, man, I'm just taking a defensive stud. You know what I mean? Because offensively you got enough weapons to make this shit work. You know what I mean? It's True, really a do. culture shift. If you could take Justin okay. Fields, I'm not saying don't do it. I would, mm-hmm. I, I fuck with that. You know what I mean? I, I do. Um but I mean you know it, it's it's all iffy it's always iffy at that situation you you're in one of those positions though where the dolphins got two picks in the first 18 picks they may trade and somebody might leapfrog you like so say for instance the jets keep Darnold and right. they don't take Justin Fields Somebody might call the dolphins up and, and mortgage <laughs> like, the house and swipe them, you know what I mean? Like I can see a Denver doing that. I could see any of them teams doing that shit. I could see the Lions doing like that Carolina. because they want to get rid of goddamn Matt, Matt Stafford. Right. You know they're in saying? the same position we are where we got an older QB. But that's what I'm saying. They would leapfrog you. Yeah, true. And then get rid of them. Because that's uh, money. Matt Stafford gets paid. Matt Ryan gets paid. Y'all, yeah. That's yeah. that's the other half of it. I, that's why I said I'm not hating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. It's interesting, man. For me, man, having the 12th pick, I just want to get a quality player, man, because we had a lot of injuries. What position, though? If there was a stud linebacker that we could get, man, that would really that would really be cool. Somebody to pair up with Fred. Okay, I always okay. think about the Willis and Bowman days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that shows um, a strong. You know what I'm saying? For y'all. Having Fred Warner with somebody else, and then Bosa coming back, and then we mm-hmm. already got Ken Law and Hider. And, and we Robert Sala really had boys playing like really good football. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of one of those situations where I would like to go defense if we could.
0: I'm also looking at the Cowboys too. Like, what do they do? Because Dak is injured, but you don't know how he's gonna be when he comes back.
1: Boy, if you let Dak go. Let me tell you something, man. We could take Wayne Dakota Prescott over there in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm not gonna boost. Hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at that. I'd be not an instant upgrade. You. If you put Dak Prescott on the free market, you're going to see how much, how much bullshit people were talking when they were saying, oh, no, I wouldn't pay Dak. It's going to be a line out the damn league trying it's to a- pay that man. <laughs> Y'all trying to get him. We trying to get him. Got that Detroit trying to get him. Carolina's trying to get him. Everyone would try to get that man. Drew Brees going. You think they want Jameis? Fuck no. They're going to try to get Dak. Like, nah, no, no, nah, They going with Taysom down there. No, fuck they are. If Dak's <laughs> available. Hey, yo, bro. <laughs> it's only about five teams that would not go after Dak Prescott you right that's and they, it, all got, they all got they all got substantial They're, quarterbacks yeah they got Lamar Pat
0: Aaron who else <laughs> that, uh, that's pretty much it maybe yeah. maybe Tampa maybe nah they gonna get him too <laughs> nah they are gonna believe in
1: Brady man then they gonna yeah, be I stuck. yeah I ain't <laughs> <What> <laughs> you Josh Allen him? Josh Allen would be the other one Josh yeah, Allen yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean he's yeah. solidified and shit Dak Prescott on the open market. Fucking hey. hey. <laughs> yeah. Shit, the Patriots, too. They're probably looking for a QB too. Man, I said all but five teams. <laughs> shit. Ben better watch out and then Pittsburgh. Hell yeah. Baker, Baker gotta Baker... watch out. Hoes gotta watch out, but your job is on the line if Dak is out there.
0: Do you think Ben speaking of Baker? Do you think that's an upgrade from Baker to
1: Dak if that ben, was yeah. to happen? Bruh, hell yeah, man! That Prescott's good, man. No, he is good. Russell Wilson was the fifth one. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you don't move him. He is
0: good, but Baker <clears throat> is improving under this uh new system under Yeah, you know,
1: I fuck with Baker Mayfield though. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I, I think he's nice. Don't get me wrong. I think he's nice, but I think he's like, I think he's like Jimmy Butler, nice in the in the NBA, right? Like, mm. you know, Jimmy Butler ain't the superstar. But you look at him as like a real baller. Like I look at Baker Mayfield, like especially when it comes to like people talking shit about him. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like he plays bum until you talk shit about him to the point where it's like, yeah, I I told y'all hoes. Like he's got a point to prove. I like that chip on his shoulder. That doesn't equate to greatness though. No, it what doesn't. Saying? You know, so.
0: But then again, deck got a chip too. It's like. Y'all clown me. Y'all wouldn't let me
1: uh, shine for real in Dallas. So Dak Dak is official to me, man. Like, be honest with you. I kind of feel like Dak got the raw end of the stick um, just because they paid Zeke early. They didn't want to pay him. They always talk about how the quarterback is the most important position in the league. He tried to save face for Jerry Jones. You know what I'm saying? I ain't like he was talking shit. It ain't like he held out. The man came to play, he was balling, and then he got hurt. And then everybody just looking at him. Like, yo, let that man come back and be healthy and see what
0: happens. I knew it was some bullshit wrong <clears throat> before Zeke even got there. With the whole Romo situation. And it was clear that Dak was the better QB
1: for the future. But you know what? I kind of I, I understand the Romo situation. Only mm-hmm. because you're embedded in the family. You're kind of the face. You got little injury issues, but Romo could play. Like, So I get it. You don't know what Dak is just yet. You know what I mean? I He's get a fourth it. fourth-round pick. You don't know what he is yet. Then it's Tony Romo. My issue is, you see how quickly they locked up all these other people. They locked right. up Deshaun Watson quick. They locked up, like, Pat Mahomes got locked up quick. Like, he didn't, the Carson Wentz and Jared, uh, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. They got locked up. Like that's where the that's where you knew it was some bullshit for sure. Right. It's like you're not even trying to secure your investment, man. And you know, in the NFL and in sports in general, the contracts go up. They yeah, just go up. So years. it's not even like I remember when we paid Jimmy Garoppolo and everybody was like, oh my God, y'all gave him all that money. Two years later, all that money won't even all that money. <laughs> you know what no, I'm that's you drop dropping the bucket. <laughs> yeah, he was getting 125. Okay.
0: But that's the thing. People overreact when it comes to paying at quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, man. You and, and he showed, he showed them. Like, yo, if y'all would have had me, we would have made the playoffs for Listen, sure. That,
0: that him getting injured was a blessing in disguise.
1: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. But yeah. Because if they don't pay him, man, they fucked. If they don't pay that man, they're done. He's out of there. They franchise that man next year. I think he gets like 45 46 million. Well, you could have just paid him a long time ago with a longer yeah. deal. Yeah, and if you don't give him what he wants, I man, I'd be like, I'd be like, nah, bro, I'm good. I take this other franchise. Why would I stay where I'm not? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. It's so. Like, it's
0: clear there's an interest out here
1: for me. You don't see that, so I'm out. Yeah, man. So I don't know. It's interesting, but um, the Dolphins look good. Um, all these teams, man, and come come to find out, think about it, man. The last three teams. The Cardinals at sixteen, the Raiders at seventeen, and the Dolphins at eighteen were in the hunt. You know, just two weeks ago, all the way and in in some teams all the way to last week. So there there there's some teams that had nice records. I know off the top of my head, the Cardinals were eight and eight. I think the Raiders ended up eight and eight. I can't remember what the Dolphins were. Dolphins ten and six. Thought so. I ain't want to just throw it out there, but those are some good records to get some good picks and be able to tool up. And by the Dolphins just having two of those things, you know, in the first 18 picks, it's going to be scary, man. So. Yeah. I'm interested <clears> to see how it goes, though. Yeah. And as we get closer to the draft and everything, you know, we could do definitely do a draft special again and yeah, really bring it down and talk. Bring, about bring it. side on. Give yeah, for, on sure. It. for sure. So outside of yeah. that, man, it's really just this super wild card Saturday, Sunday Weekend.
0: Man, I'll be honest it's, with you. This is this is one of the best playoff brackets I've seen in a long time.
1: Yeah. With the exception of not having our own team in there, you're right. Yeah. It's never, it's never gonna be dope unless your squad is in there. The only two but, games uh, I'm oh go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, but objectively speaking, yeah.
0: The only two games I'm not looking forward to is probably the Washington Bucks game and the Saints and Bears, because it's kind of like
1: so to me, teams. to me, I'm looking forward to the Washington game because, again, mm-hmm. you're playing with house money. And then Tom Brady is out here in a situation where Mike Evans might be hurt. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's weakening them a little bit. The Saints had a situation where they their running backs. Alvin Kamara catching COVID. None of the running backs being able to play last uh, last week because of contact tracing. Hopefully he'll be eligible. But they said he's had fever issues with COVID. So So it's not like he just got straight asymptomatic COVID. He might have a little, you know, COVID. He might have have the the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, they go in there without Alvin Kamara against Khalil Mack and them. (laughs) We talking something different. You know what I I mean? We talking about a different game. I would love nothing more
0: than to see the Saints go home
1: first round. The only reason why I don't feel that way, man, and I know why you feel that way makes perfect sense. Because I don't care about the Bears. I don't care about the Bears either they got But it's going to be a competitive here. game Because if they go, man, it's just like, alright man Bears versus who came out the NFC West Like, because it's the it's the Rams versus the Seahawks So they're going right. to have to play somebody out the NFC West And I ain't going to have them beating that and winning that game So, no, it'd be interesting, man um, The AFC is going to be a slobber now As they used to
0: say in wrestling back in the day
1: The AFC is beautiful all the way through all the way through. I don't think anybody in the first, on, on the wild card has a weak matchup. No, you know what not I mean? You know what I'm saying? We got the Steelers versus the Browns. That's tough. I think the Steelers should win, but that's a tough game. We got Buffalo versus the Colts. Buffalo should win the game, but it's not an easy game at all. You know what I mean? They got to come out to play. Mm-hmm. Fuck around. Don't play. And you and you might you going home. Right. Then you got the most beautiful game, the Ravens versus the Titans but this year. The roles are reversed. Right, you know what I mean. You know, and so the, my favorite part about it is the Ravens Titans mm-hmm. game. Well, I can't say that because I forgot that the NFL does the the number realignment. So it's not a bracket like in basketball. It's a bracket bracket. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, they'll shift that shit. <clears throat> if the five seed, if the five seed wins. And like the seventh seed wins or something, because like, what we got, we got seven seeds. The
0: seven seeds this year.
1: Yeah. So it should be. So then, yeah. So if, like, say for instance, that lower seed wins, then they automatically play the Chiefs. It's not one of those, oh, the Ravens and, and Titans, because the Ravens are, the Titans are supposed to win, then they will play, you know, the Chiefs. Yeah. So, you know, it's not going to be that way. So we have to see week by week.
0: I'm just All looking at the AFC. Like, it's, it's two division matchups there. So it's bad blood already. Right. I'm just looking at the Browns and Steelers. I'm like, it's so much bad blood going back to last season. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's a hamper for me is the whole COVID situation with the Browns.
1: Going to be a problem for everybody. This shit is real. It is. It is real. It's real. And we're going to see how corrupt the league is. And I really come out there saying somebody can't come through because of contact tracing. What you going to do, man? You can't go that, You can't. There's okay? a do? lot of money on the line. What you going to do?
0: Ooh. I'm looking at the bills specifically, not just because mm-hmm. I live in Buffalo, but I'm like, okay, Josh Allen made these improvements. He's going up against a stout defense. Is he yeah. going to be able to shred them?
1: He's got to do what he's to do.
0: do what he has to do to win the game. He doesn't necessarily have to throw for 400 yards to win the game.
1: What well, the beautiful part about the playoffs man is is you get to throw all that bullshit out the window because at the end of the day it's about who's got heart. Yeah. Some of these boys got a different level of heart. Like everybody was trying to get down on Chase Young cuz he was like, "Woo, Tom. I want Tom, Tom for Brady. your ass. I'm coming for Tom." Like everybody looked at that shit like, "Oh, he's Oh, don't gonna, give Tom no He's Elmo. barking up the wrong tree. Let me tell y'all something, man. Tom Brady is 43. Fucking years old. He does not want any parts of Chase Young. He
0: does not want to get smacked.
1: (laughs) They talk about well, he's gonna have to go through Christian Wirfs, another draft pick. He's a rookie too. Did we pick him for offensive rookie of the year? No. No. Did we pick Chase Young for defensive rookie of the year? Yes. At the end of the day, if that man comes out there with that heart, if that man comes out there and galvanize those troops, don't watch. That man on the other side, that boy sweat. Yeah, yeah. Listen. And the sweat suspect, but that man can play. Listen, when he get hyped up, if if Chase Young got him hyped, it no, might no, be no. OC and 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 straight I hand back here. I, I won't talk about that kind of suspect. When, when Montez Sweat got drafted, there was a little video came all out. Right. We not even going to talk about that. We just going to roll all by that there. Hey, bro. That shit was a wild video. But at the end of what, the day, they not to be played with. They're not, they're not the team that, that you're going to run on. And, you know, they, Leonard Fournette, sus, man. Like, on you the know field, Alex sus. Smith is going to be motivated. Man, listen. That man ain't going to make no mistakes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so it could easily be one of those games. But with all that said, man, who you got, man?
0: All right, let's, I'm going to start in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really want to pick the Browns. But given their COVID situation, I don't know how the rush is going to shake out. So I'm going with the Steelers at home. Mm-hmm. Buffalo and the Colts. Like we said, coach should lose this game, mm-hmm. but I don't know what Josh Allen is going to show up. He's been great this season, no doubt. Yeah, and they, that's a valid point, man. And the Bills will have fans in the stadium, <laughs> okay. so that might add extra juice to it. So I'm going with the Bills just okay. because they have home advantage, and they, if they can't pull it out at home, they don't deserve to be there. Okay. And finally, Baltimore and Tennessee.
1: Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Lamar got to get it done. Mm -hmm. Lamar has to get it done. I don't trust Tannehill enough because Derrick Henry can be stopped. So I'm going with Baltimore. I'm going with the unconventional pick. I'm going with the Ravens.
1: Okay. Okay. For the AFC, man, it's the same thing for me, man. Steelers and Browns, it wasn't hard for me. I had to pick the Steelers, man. Browns almost lost to Mason Rudolph when they shouldn't have. True. Ben, Roethl- ben Roethlisberger is going to air that ball out. I'll tell y'all, Let me tell you all i do not know what the hell anybody thinks Pittsburgh is going to do, but Pittsburgh is coming in to throw that ball all the way down the field. Chase Claypool killed them two times this year, and I expect Deontay Johnson and Juju smith schuster to just run all the way down the field. They're going to test that secondary. It's going to be boom or bust. And what I'm hoping for is a good old-fashioned shootout. I'm hoping that they put Baker Mayfield in one of them situations where it was like Oklahoma versus Georgia. And it's just like, Oh, you did this. Well, I'm going to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting. You know what I mean? Um, The Colts versus the the bills. I'm not a believer in Phillip Rivers, but what I will say is this, the Buffalo bills have no room for Josh Allen to Josh Allen. They have no room for him to even second guess himself. He can't wig out at all at all. Cause they'll lose this game. That defense is too good for you to bullshit around and then expect to come back. I, I respect Stephon Diggs. I respect all of that. Stephon Diggs has been hella healthy this season. Knock on wood, this man does not get popped. Cause that's the kind of shit that happens in playoff games. Yeah, all man. of a sudden, he turns hitting, up, and then it hurt. And next thing you know, it is what it is. You, run you got to Cole somebody. Beasley, right. And it gave Ro Davis, who's a rookie. Right. That's not me knocking them, Bills fans. That's me just stating how things can be really, you know, turned. Things can On the turn time. in a minute. Right. Yep. And then with the Ravens and the Titans, man, I, I went with the, Ra- the Ravens, man. I, I honestly mm-hmm. felt like, you know, Lamar Jackson is in a position where. I don't think he feels the pressure that people are talking because he went through so much adversity this season. Like, it's real hard going 14 and two and coming into the playoffs and you're the MVP and everybody's like singing your praises. But mm-hmm. when people ain't giving you that respect, when people ain't putting you on that MVP level, when people treating you like, oh, does he really have it? Oh, his MVP <clears throat> year was a fluke. And this is the perfect team that he can get warmed up on. You know what I mean? Because they're not going to be super duper explosive. Conversely, Derrick Henry is, he's in full locomotive mode. If Derrick Henry decides to go Derrick Henry, it's going to be a long day for everybody. You know what I mean? then
0: Baltimore's going to have a lot of questions going forward.
1: Yeah, so we're going to see what happens, man. But I expect Lamar, man, I think Lamar's going to rush over 100. Think so? Yeah, I think Lamar might get like a buck twenty this game. I think he's going with Lamar, Lamar. I think he's going Louisville, Lamar. Like, oh, you hey, yo, if y'all ain't here today, and Dobbins been playing like on the yeah. low, J.K. Dobbins that found his groove. Like, they go mm-hmm. run the ball, but I think Lamar gonna have some options where he just like. Is Des Bryant playing? Me. Yeah, Dave's been catching touchdowns. Mm, yeah, there's caught two t- two touchdowns over the past two weeks. I can't remember if he caught one last week. Um, but yeah, there's in there, man. That's a big, big... Really, they didn't have that last season. It really is. And, and you got you, Hollywood on the other side. And that's what I'm saying. If they take the shot. See, that's the thing about playoff football. You've been running your basic shit all year long. Now you can take the deep shot. Yeah, that's you, what Hollywood's good for.
0: You got to you know go I mean? for broke. Because if you don't, you're going home.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, outside of that, man, i start off the NFC, man. With the NFC, <clears throat> I have to pick today but I reserve the right to just say between Seattle and the Rams, I'm picking Seattle, but I would have picked the Rams if Jared Goff was healthy. Mm. Plain and simple, I would have just picked them because I think they're the better team. I don't think Mm. Seattle... Fuck around. Seattle might not even win without Jared Goff just because they're that sus. Mm. And that's a hell of a defense to get busy with. You know what I mean? It ain't no real 12-man regardless of the situation, right? It ain't no... Ain't no packed house. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So You and the other team. Yeah, it's you and the other team. And if it is some fans, it's a quarter of them. You're good. You're going to be yeah. able to hear everything. So, um, yeah, definitely. But I'm still taking the Seahawks because Jared Goff has surgery on his hand, and it's just weird to me.
0: Yeah, there's no way he's coming back two weeks after.
1: No yeah. way. Saints versus Bears, it's such a hard game to pick. Again, Michael Thomas didn't play in the last game. Alvin Kamara didn't play in the last game. Are they really ready? I know organizations like to play around and not let you know what's up because it's a defensive strategy, and that's cool. But I don't know. I'm picking the Saints, but I don't, I, I don't but you know. You told Michael Thomas hasn't been in rhythm for weeks now. Right.
0: But it's the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And All Drew it takes is one that. game. Yeah. All it takes is one bad hit from Drew, and hello Taysom Hill. But, I, but well, what I will give Taysom Hill – credit for this year is that he's had some game reps. Mm -hmm. He's had some games. He's had a feeling. So, like, let's say Drew Brees goes out the first quarter and they get to halftime and they're down, like, 14 to 6. Taysom has been a second-half player where it hasn't been an issue for him to make some comebacks. So, he'll have that kind of confidence. But outside of that, man, you know, like I said, I'm going with the Saints. And in the last game, we got the Washington football team against the Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay in a squeaker, but I really do feel like this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. I think people are hyping up Tom Brady. I think his best weapon is Antonio Brown. I think he's going to use Antonio Brown. I know a lot of people look at Godwin as being that dude, but that's what all the football tape is on. And I think last week was the week to show you, nah, man, Antonio is Antonio. Like they, oh, they practice. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, Oh no, nah, bro. 11 catches 131, two TDs. No, I'm still AB. Like, yeah, he's still that's, a problem. That's the sign. That's the sign. Like, fuck around and cover Godwin all day if you want to and see what the fuck happens. The, the detriment is that they don't have Mike Evans. You know what I mean? Uh Washington has to has to do well on the back end, but they don't let people run on them. You know what I mean? And yeah, they, um,
0: if they, they stymied Ronald Jones, they could be in for a long day.
1: Yeah, so you ain't gonna get nothing out of that, and uh it'll be a tough game.
0: Ooh, all right. I guess it's my turn Yeah. Well, looking at the Seattle-LA game, given the quarterback situation with the Rams, as Russ already said, I can't really see them pulling this out. Even if it was, even though there's no fans in the stadium, they just don't have the offensive firepower at that position to get it done. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Seattle. As much as I want to see the Bears upset the Saints, <clears throat> I don't believe it's going to happen because... They have the better weapons and they have the better quarterback Mm -hmm. in the Saints. So I'm picking the Saints, unfortunately. But if the Saints go home, happy, happy, joy, joy. Mm -hmm. And finally, for me, Washington and Tampa Bay. Now, I know we let Tampa Bay put up 44 last week, but we don't have any pass rushers outside of Grady Jarrett. Mm -hmm. Washington has two. And they're both motivated. So they're motivated. I can only imagine what that defense is going to do. And mm-hmm. as I said before, Alex Smith is motivated to be like, "Look, everybody counted me out. I'm coming back, and I'm going to take down the the quote unquote goat." Mm-hmm. So even with saying all that, it'll probably be a three point win for the Bucks. So I'm mm-hmm. going with the Bucks. Last minute yeah. field goal. Yeah, I
1: feel I okay. feel you. Like it's going to be a close game. I feel you.
0: I can see that happening. Yeah. So I'll run down size picks real quick. Okay, Bills and Colts. Everybody should know he picked Bills. Mm-hmm. Browns and Steelers. He went with the Browns. Surprisingly, Titans and Ravens. He picked the Ravens. Washington and Tampa. He picked Washington. Mm-hmm. Not mad at that. Saints mm-hmm. and Browns. He picked the Saints and Rams in Seattle. He picked Seattle. Yeah. So we'll see. I know I yeah. won the regular season, but let's see if I can pull play this playoff run.
1: It's gonna be interesting. Me and you picked all the same teams. You yeah. know what I mean. So it is what it is. Maybe next round it'll feel a little more gambly, but. Yeah. Yeah. Depending you know. on how it shakes out. Yeah. And, and it, it, it would have been nice to have everybody had a full complement of players. I could have taken some different risks. Yeah. Eh, pretty much just one game, but.
0: Like had the Browns had everyone, had the Rams had a quarterback, it mm-hmm. might have been a different pick.
1: hmm Exactly. Uh,
0: we might be upset this weekend, man. We could be, could be wrong.
1: <laughs> okay. ain't hey, my team. Hey, hey, I'm, just, I'm just enjoying this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it ain't gonna be no I'ma enjoy the games as a as just like a fan. Like, right. you know what I mean? It's gonna all the pain and hurt of this past season is done. So all I get to do is just look at people and be like, Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Just well, for me, I got a little more, you know, invested because I'm in Buffalo and it's Bill's mafia crazy right now. Like you would
1: not believe. They might as well, bro, because they're on a collision course with some juggernauts. That's true. Yeah, it could be Bills Mafia. I'd be pumping my shit too if I knew I had to play the Chiefs. Possibly. Come on, man.
0: Listen, they got my man Benny out here making theme songs.
1: Do the whole thing. Do what you do. Talk your shit. Talk your shit while you're still alive. I mean, for real. Yeah, I mean, hell, if we was in the same position, we'd be doing yes, the same man. thing. Yeah, I'd be telling people, we in this bitch, we comment like, because you think about it, that's what happened to the 49ers last year. People mm-hmm. ain't not believe in us, they acted like... They, well, they
0: well, the ones that don't pay attention didn't
1: believe. They I, I saw man. it. They won't believe in any shit. I remember specifically when we were about to play Green Bay, fuck what we did, we had just... Beat this shit out of the Vikings. We about to play Green Bay. They were like, "Well, even though they did that to the Vikings, and even though they did it to Green Bay earlier that season, they're not gonna be able to do it to D- Green Bay again." We walked the dog. They shit did on the Mars. same
0: thing to us. Oh, so Aaron Rodgers is on a hot streak, eight game streak. <laughs> it's no yeah. way. Yeah. So, but I, so. I knew
1: y'all defense. I'm like, yeah. Aaron Rodgers can do whatever you feel. This defense is not to be messed with. Yeah, man. It's it's one of them things, man. Where you gotta you gotta watch out, man. Listen, this, these games can go either way, and I'm they happy to really can one of them. They really can, man. It's not one game, like you said, man. They're really good games. It's not one game where you just feel like, oh hell oh, yeah, they, they definitely to go gonna out. win that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even the games where you feel like that team's supposed to win. It's like, nah, that other squad I gotta fight and change. Like,
0: specifically with Washington, I felt they were the right yeah. team to get in there <clears> because <throat> had the Giants gotten in
1: there, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been close. Think about this, man. Yeah, right. I agree with you 100%. If the Giants got in there, it wouldn't have been close. Even if the Cowboys would have got in, it wouldn't have been close. You could you could actually... Tom Brady could get hurt this game. He could. I don't wish and, him to get hurt, but no, no, you know, no, no possibility. No, no. no wishing at all, but that's what I'm talking about. Now, I know a lot of people think, like, oh, that can happen to anybody. No, he's a statue in the pocket, and them boys get to the pocket. So. Yeah, they definitely pushed that pocket up the middle. Yeah, man. But I ain't about
0: to ramble on. We'll be no, back next week. No, we will be back next week. We are the Gridiron Guys Podcast. I am your boy, Sean Pesos. And I'm your boy, Russ Digi. You can follow us on Instagram at the Gridiron Guys Podcast. You can listen to us on most driven platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. You might be able to find us on YouTube, wherever, wherever you can find a podcast. We're probably there. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the support. The regular season is now done and it's time to get it going. So we will see y'all next week. Y'all be safe out here. Mask up.
1: Yep. Be blessed.
0: We out of here. Deuces.